I'm excited to tell our audience that Denver registration is now open for our 22nd annual meeting. This is our annual fall meeting and will be August 22nd through the 26th at the Sheridan Denver Downtown Hotel. As always, there are several hands-on workshops, including musculoskeletal exams, fracture fixation, workshops on diversity, equity, inclusion, and many, many others. There will be an assortment of talks from sports medicine, spine, arthroplasty, and other subspecialties. We will also award student scholarships and have original PA research on display via poster presentations. And did I mention that Denver is a very fun city with all kinds of outdoor activity available? Come and join us. Come and join us for some CME and get away for a little while in the Mile High City. Stop by the desk and say hello. I look forward to seeing you there. The Ortho PAC, hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC, where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Welcome back, listeners. Today, I welcome Dr. Stefano Bini, an orthopedist with UCSF who specializes in joint arthroplasty. Dr. Bini is also the chair and founder of the meeting called DocSF, short for Digital Orthopedic Conference in San Francisco. Hello, Dr. Bini, and welcome to the Ortho PAC. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here and talk to you a little bit about what's coming down the pike in terms of the future of virtual reality. I met you for about a minute or two at the AAOS. You were making your rounds, and I thought it was such an interesting topic that you had a discussion with me about. So that's how we came to today's podcast. And today's topic is on virtual reality and applications and maybe some potential applications in orthopedics. When we talked in Chicago, you said that in 10 to 20 years, the entire landscape of that meeting would be different. That, you know, and and now I kind of get what you were talking about. It would be more like holograms or screens where you don't necessarily have to have a device. Do you see orthopedic surgery in the future being you know, augmented by this, I, and I'm, that's probably not the right word. I don't want to make any confusing uh, associations, but is that kind of how things you think will go in the future, 10, 20, 30 years? I mean, will things be done with an assisted virtual reality, augmented reality? Not, not that far this year, right? There's already companies that allow you to move uh, your surgical instruments in space based on an augmented reality environment. So you're looking at the patient and you, you've told the, the software where the body is in space and now you have to, say, position that component in a certain angle. What we have is that in your field of view, there's a line that comes up and all you got to move is you move your, your, your driver, your reamer, your, your screwed replacement device and line it up. And once you're lined up, you push the button and off you go. We're doing that now for pedicle screw placement in the spine. People are doing it all over the world with, with the augmented reality. They're actually projecting the CT scan directly onto the body. So it's almost like having X-ray vision and you can, and it's FDA approved. You can place a pedicle screw in the spine using mental reality. You can, you can place a socket in the establium using a mental reality. It's the next step up from robotics where the robot itself is driving or holding the, the, the device or the screw or the drill. Now you're talking about the human holding it, but there's, a, there's the, uh, the position that you have to hold it when it's being, it's being uh, triggered by um, something that's projected into your field of view. So absolutely, <laughs> it's like, it's a very, uh, we're, um, that, that's in the uh, 
the heart tissue space, the bone space. In the soft tissue space, what you're seeing is augmented reality being projected into the field of view to show you where the artery is right behind that tissue you're working on. They're showing you where the disease tissue is. You might not otherwise be able to differentiate because it doesn't look very different from normal tissue. It allows you to project a vascular, like I talked about, vascular nervous anatomy onto your field of view for trauma patients. It's been around for a few years, actually. Well, my goodness, I did not know that. And it's amazing to me. I, I'm just so fascinated with this. I want to read more about it. Yeah, for sure. So just on a slightly different note, I've been using a dictation software that utilizes AI. And let me tell you, it's, it's spot on perfect. And it makes the note great. And there's no scribe or anything like that. And I just had an idea. I mean, is there a crossover between AI and the realities and you know, especially related to orthopedics or surgery, do you think that those two technologies might someday help us with surgical procedures, clinic visits, that sort of thing? Yeah, for sure. So artificial intelligence has many, many buckets. The one you're referencing, and this is, by the way, the, the confluence of all these technologies, exactly what the purpose of my conference is, is to make people aware, if you come to digital orthopedics conference, how these things work together. So artificial intelligence, there's two buckets in there which are of interest and part of what you're talking about. One is voice recognition, the other is natural language processing. That is the ability of software to listen to voice and convert it into text, right? So text or speech. Um, and then the, the second part of it is understanding that text or speech. So let's just say that you say the, the bow is red. Okay, so we'll spell that B-O-W, but that could also be a, the bow of a ship. It could be a bow tie. So what, what does that mean? So, okay, now you got to the point where the software can transcribe it, but you want it to understand how, what to do with that information so that it transcribes it correctly and actually corrects it. So it doesn't come up with a nonsensical statement or non-contextual. So it needs to know that you're talking, if it knows that you've talked previously about a ship or something ship-like, it might know that it's now the bow of a ship that you're talking about that's red as opposed to the bow tie of the captain that's red, right? So understanding the text and make it, it really helps in making the transcription more accurate. So whichever the transcription softwares you're using, probably the most popular one these days is Nuance because Microsoft bought them for an incredible amount of money and they're putting all their resources behind it. The technology and how it interfaces with things like virtual reality and reality, I'm coming to in a second, is becoming extremely good. It can even address things like your mood. So it can listen to what you're saying and not only transcribe it, but also understand how you feel about it. Are you angry? Are you, uh, are you excited? Are you sad? And the reason that matters is because when you make that information now interface with, say, for example, an augmented reality environment or a virtual reality environment where there's either a hologram or an avatar that's responding to you, that avatar not only can listen to what you're saying, Okay, it can interpret what you're saying. All right, it can take, it can listen for within your your the timber of your voice where your um what your mood is. But not only that, it can then change the expression of the avatar to respond accordingly, so empathically or excitedly. All right. And so now in your augmented or virtual environment or your mixed reality that you're playing a game in or you're doing surgery in, the information you're getting back from the avatar is contextualized. 
Right? That's what makes it so fascinating. And then there's companies like Soul Machine out of New Zealand that's going one step further, and they're taking the feed from the camera on your laptop and looking and reading your facial expressions and throwing that into the mix for understanding how to respond to your comments and to your questions. This is just amazing to me. My standard of practice, I, I just have tons of questions, but I know we're short on time. Have we missed anything in our discussion today? Are there any other thoughts that you can share with our listeners? And I, I really appreciate you coming on, by the way. This has been great. Very fascinating. You're very welcome. Yeah, definitely. I, the only thought I have is that uh, this technology, as you probably figured out, is moving much, much faster than most people realize. And it's an opportunity to embrace it rather than be afraid of it. You, and I will caution everybody whenever they come across this technology not to judge it based on your previous experience or even your current experience of the technology as it stands. None of us would have bet on online banking if you were stuck with dial-up back in the day, if you're old enough to remember that. Uh, no one would have banked on, a, on an iPhone without a, which had, was a phone without a keyboard when everybody was so enamored of Blackberries. The technology moves quickly. Think about this potential and how you'd like to use it and um, start uh, if you're in more, if you're interested in engaging with it, definitely there's opportunities to do that because it's going to come to healthcare in a big way. The money being spent on it is phenomenal and it has massive applications. Great stuff. Great stuff. Dr. Beanie, thank you for coming on today, taking time to share with our listeners. I hope to see you at another conference soon. Yes, look forward to the fortuitous meeting and invite everybody to join us. We have a docsf.health as all our conferences are available by podcast on the Digital Orthopedics podcast and also by video on our website. So if you're interested, or your, your, your PAs are interested, we, we welcome everybody on the team to join us there. So thank you for the opportunity to talk about that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the OrthoPAC podcast. Please follow the Physician Assistance in Orthopedic Surgery on social media. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast. If this has been helpful, please take a moment to leave a review.